Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 10. I am Becky Oliveira, and welcome to Daily Walk. And I'm Japheth Oliveira. And uh, yeah, let me pray for today, uh, middle of the week. Heavenly Father, as the week has progressed so fast and so rapid, and uh, yeah, there's so much more ahead, um, I ask the Lord for your blessing. Just a, a moment where we get to pause, a moment where we get to reflect on who you are, and uh, to remind ourselves of these the reason why John would have written this passage and what it means for us. We ask for your spirit to bring us to that place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm reading today from the New Testament for Everyone, the NTE, John 13, 1 through 17, subheading, Washing the Disciples' Feet. It was before the festival of Passover. Jesus knew that his time had come, the time for him to leave this world and go to the Father. He had always loved his own people in the world. Now he loved them right through to the end. It was supper time. The devil had already put the idea of betraying him into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. Jesus knew that the Father had given everything into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God. So he got up from the supper table, took off his clothes, and wrapped a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a bowl and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel he was wrapped in. He came to Simon Peter. Master, said Peter, what's this? You, washing my feet? You don't understand yet what I'm doing, replied Jesus, but you'll know afterwards. I'm not going to have you washing my feet, said Peter. Never. If I don't wash you, replied Jesus, you don't belong to me. All right then, Master, said Simon Peter, but not only my feet, wash my hands and my head as well. Someone who is washed, said Jesus to him, doesn't need to wash again except for their feet. They are clean all over, and you are clean, but not all of you. Jesus knew, you see, who was going to betray him. That's why he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, he put on his clothes and sat down again. Do you know what I've done to you, he asked? You call me teacher and master, and you're right, that's what I am. Well then, if I, as your master and teacher, washed your feet just now, you should wash each other's feet. I've given you a pattern so that you can do things in the same way that I did to you. I'm telling you the solemn truth, he continued. The slave isn't greater than the master. People who are sent are not greater than the person who sends them. If you know these things, God's blessing on you if you do them. Hmm. So as I, as you read it today, um, what struck me about the text was, uh, but you'll know afterwards, that verse. You understand yet what I'm doing, replied Jesus, but you'll know afterwards. Um, and then I thought, there's got to be something about this, right, that he's calling us to say, I'm going to do this. You're not going to get it right now. You're just going through the motions right now. I'm just washing your feet. You're like kind of feeling it's awkward and weird and whatever's going on. But afterwards, this is going to become significant. And then he says, if I don't wash you, which I mentioned yesterday, right? Replied, Jesus, you don't belong to me. And he says this, I think that Christ is kind of saying through this passage here that maybe there's something beautiful about us belonging to each other. Well, what I was wondering is how would they have understood it later? Like, what would have happened later that made it make sense? That just the fact that he died, that that still wouldn't... Like, if I did a completely inexplicable thing right now... Yes, yes. And then I died, 
Yes. It wouldn't be like, oh, that makes sense. It is because now I understand they don't why know. she did that. Yeah, but they don't know this is their last supper. Yeah. So because they don't know it's their last supper, they don't understand why is Jesus of all the Passovers right now doing this. They don't even understand. Yeah, I suppose that cross resurrection, the whole you know the anguish, all that stuff, and the anointing of the Spirit on their lives. I mean, there's so much stuff about to happen that's going to shift them entirely. So when they go back, that moment they think, "Wow, he prepared us by by literally saying, you guys need each other and you have to belong to each other.'" Right. I think that's actually what foot washing is more about than anything, the action to call to belong to each other. But What's hey. the question? Yeah. Oh, yeah, question as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got carried away there. Um, why wasn't Judas's heart melted when Jesus washed his feet? You know, this is maybe kind of a tangent, but for the last uh, several days, every uh-huh. time I read this, uh-huh. <laughs> I think this one thing, it's a bit of an authorial intrusion here into the story. What's that? Well, it's the line where... Jesus says, um, you know, if, if you've been washed all over, you're clean except for your feet. You are clean, but not all of you. And then the author, every single time, the author mm. intrudes by saying, Jesus knew, you see, who was going to betray him. Yes. That's why he said you are not all clean. Yes. I'm like, are we sure that that's why he said it? Yes. How are we sure? Maybe what he meant is you were not all clean. For some other reason. Oh. It's almost as if they're trying to say, we're fine. It was Judas that he was talking about. It's because the story continues you know? and later on he he's he actually has Judas right there next to him. Oh, and, I understand. Yeah. But I just wonder if it's possible that Jesus didn't meant Judas and the rest of them as well. How do we know what he meant by you were clean, but not all of you? Also, I wonder, reading it in the New Testament for everyone... Yeah. You are clean, but not all of you might mean not all of your body, you, Peter. Not all of you people sitting here in this room. Because uh-huh. you can understand that either way, depending on on how you read it. I also think in light of the fact that we see the washing of feet as being like the ultimate humiliation, it's interesting that Peter says, well, if you're going to wash my feet, then you also have to wash my hands and my head. See, that's why I actually don't think it's about humiliation. Right, and I th- I've started to wonder that as I've read it the last few days, but that's what I've always been taught. Yeah, we call it the ordinance of humility yes. uh, because it's about let's all be humble, right? But just reading this, but it doesn't feel like it has anything to do with humility particularly. That's why I think that it's not actually about culture. It's not about the time. I don't think that that actually plays into it at all. That's why I don't think we should translate it to uh, another practice. Um, but the symbolism... Is what so if it's what not is, about it's humility, there. what is it about? It's actually about belonging to each other. It's a call to action to actually look after each other. It's a call to be a community and because he's preparing But isn't them, that, Japheth, because you think everything is a call to community and I to don't look think after each other. Wrong with that that's at all. what your conclusion to everything, everything is. is. Yes. Amen and amen. And that is the conclusion. What this means <laughs> is that we should look after each okay. other. Okay, let me take let care me, of each other. Well, well think about okay. it. Okay. Think about it. What is the gospel story really all about? Looking after each other and taking care of each other. Get out of here. What? I've been living with you for a year <laughs> or two. What is, what, is, uh, what is God trying to do to the world? He's trying to get us to live together and love each other. Reconcile and be in community. heaven and earth together. Take care of one another. Take care of one another. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Be good friends. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, I think He's that not, he must be very frustrated with to, how that's going. To eradicate sin. 
and to remove and what has sin done sin has actually broken the ability for us to actually care for each other oh and in answer to the question why wasn't judas's heart melted when jesus washed his feet my answer to that would be it probably was it probably was at that moment, and then a day or so later, well, it rubbed off, it I, wore off the I way believe, that things do. I believe that Judas doesn't see himself in the same way as betraying Jesus at this point just yet. I think that well, the devil he, had already put it into his heart. Right, this text put it, says it put it, he put it into his heart that he was going to go do the thing that he was going to go do. Mm-hmm. But I, as we know, the text tells us later on. The story tells us that you know he actually goes to try and and deal with this the guilt that he has because he realizes that. After Christ is captured, he's not, you know, obliterating everybody. He's actually letting them take him away. Yeah, because he this thought like, that it was going to kind of spur Jesus yeah, into some he was action. Like, uh, right? He was like the whip, you know, well, in the House of the Parliament. He was like the. He's a conflicted in individual, so not a wholly evil person. So he probably was touched. So I think the story but, is, a, is a very deep story of both Peter and Judas, who both went through a place of, of betrayal in a way that they didn't anticipate they were betraying Jesus, mm. and both of them having a, a chance of responding, and they chose different ways to respond uh, to the grace. <clears throat> and, and so there's, there's something inside there. But I also think that, I mean, The Daily Walk's really good, and I think you should read it uh, and encourage you to do so, because this is a really great question about why it's not melted, because there are people who hear the story or experience the, the ordinance of foot washing and all that kind of stuff, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't mean shift it, a yeah. thing, right? Well, it kind of depends on what sort of mood you're in, too. I think right. you can be in places where you're just not ready to be That's why your head and heart moved. have to be there together. Mm. So, all right, let me repeat the question one more time. Uh, why wasn't Jesus' heart melted when Jesus washed his feet? Uh, think about that. Talk to your friends about that, what you think it is. Think about the passage as a whole and uh, look after each other and live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.